long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I had a computer that didn't really run games very well. So we scrimped and we saved and we bought a graphics card so I could play games. And it was wonderful for a period of time. And then one day it just wouldn't turn on because, you know, life. And so we got a new computer that should have been able to work. And it had a slot for the graphics card. And we plugged it in. And it, it, it didn't like the graphics card. The graphics card wouldn't work, so I couldn't play games anymore. <sighs> so, yeah. But now there's this thing that lets me play No Man's Sky again. And I'm really happy about it. And we're going to talk about that with a special guest on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and I'm not alone! Hello! My husband's <laughs> here. That's Brian. You might remember him from his occasional appearances on the podcast from back when we used to go to the Pain Palace to watch movies. But we don't go to the Pain Palace because it's closed, like everything else. And I didn't like going to the Pain Palace anyway, so guess what? No more theaters for us! <laughs> Yay! I'm sure the big companies are very happy about how that's going to roll out in the future. Anywho, yeah, so we've been playing No Man's Sky again, and I am really enjoying it. So we've been using a bit of software called GeForce Now that lets you play games on your computer even if your computer cannot play them. And it's wonderful, and I love it. And would you like to try to explain what it does? Yeah. Do some some Brian Splains. <laughs> so, there's this game. It's really awesome. It's called No Man's Sky. Quite a few of you probably already played it before, maybe, hopefully. Uh, it's, it's a sandbox game, so you can kind of run around and do whatever you want in it. And it's very, like, meditative. Even the harvesting's fun. Uh, you know, wandering around, seeing new critters and whatnot. Uh, the problem is, is it's, it's, it's graphically and processy intensive. And processy's a word. I just coined it. Um, <laughs> so it uses, it, it is very rough on a, on a, on a computer. And uh, honestly, most of your regular computers, they can't even, run this game. Ours can't. Our, our POSs can't. And I don't mean by like point of sale service thing for restaurateurs out there. No, no, I mean pieces of stuffing. Um, <laughs> if you can't tell, my husband's a restaurateur. <laughs> so the, these things, they, they can't even run the game. So it's been very sad. So we haven't been able to play it for a long very time. Sad. And right now, being able to go to a galaxy far, far away and run around and do things is, is wonderful. It'd be great. So we found this you can get out of the glorious, house without getting out of the house. Yeah. This glorious thing called GeForce Now that you basically rent space on their server and they run their super 
high-end computers with their super high-end graphics cards. They do all the processing. All you have to be able to do is to stream it. Um, the the latency, the lag really isn't noticeable. Uh, I haven't really noticed it. Uh, Actually, uh, the thing is, it plays better over the internet with GeForce Now than it did on the graphics card on my old computer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know, either that or I just, I, I figured I just haven't figured out dogfighting yet in space. I'm blaming, I'd like to blame it on lag or latency, like any no, it's, any it's, um, heavy-duty, you know, PvP person would, would do. Oh, it's always latency's fault. Yeah, that's, no. that's why I got pwned. No, I need to take you out and teach you how to dogfight. <laughs> Not lack of skill. <laughs> I think it's just I haven't gotten the skill down yet. Dogfighting's hard, man. I it like, is. You get the beam laser. Beam laser's cool. Yep. I could switch. The rockets are amazing. Now. I cannot work with the rockets. I spent my entire time trying to lock on, and I missed four of the five times. I shot him once with a rocket, and he had me almost Because you dead. don't wait for them to lock. The, the, they, they locked. There was a thing. It zoomed in and locked. And I fired. Then you went ahead. Then they I locked. fired a couple other times. Yeah, you <laughs> don't do that. Blocking it. No. But, yeah, so so it, it you, basically the, the, the quality of the game you get to play and experience then is is only limited by the, the bandwidth, how fast it can pump that stream into the computer. And so it's been... It's crazy because I'm running around. I'm looking at particle graphic. You know, I see all the cool particle graphic effects, and there's shadowing and shading and things like really far distant horizons, not like horizons that are right in front of my face because I had to turn the graphics way down. Space is really pretty. Space is super pretty. So if you've never heard of GeForce Now, it is a product that a service that is out from Nvidia, and basically. You get to rent space on one of their high-end machines with one of their high-end, top-of-the-line graphics cards in it, and then you get to stream the game over the internet. You have to own the game. Currently, it, I do know for a fact that it lets you sign into your Steam account. There are some other services that allow you to use them. If you are curious about this, check and see if the game that you're interested in has not sent them a cease and desist letter. Because companies be cray. Yeah, and, and companies, why? Why? Don't be greedy. Don't be stupid. Because the, the way it's set up, you buy the game. Yes. The company is there to sell the game. You You're just renting time on somebody else's computer. You're renting time on someone else's computer. This would be like going over to your friend's house who has the super gaming rig and playing the game on their computer rather than yep. sitting at home with your crappy computer trying to yep. run the game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's like if if I may make a special note on that to Square Enix, I love Final Fantasy games. I own every Final Fantasy game except for Final Fantasy fifteen. Do you know why? Because it doesn't run on my computer because my computer is a POS. Square Enix, Square Enix has sent a cease and desist order, and none of the Square Enix games are playable using the service. So all of the games that I currently have, I can't play with them. Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out. I can't play it on my POS, and it's not going to be on the service. Why? I want to play. All you've done is reduce the number of sales you're going to have. Yeah, now I'm not going to give you you money. Because you got greedy and wanted somebody else's, you know, Yeah, because I I can't afford a really high-end graphics card, and let alone two of them, one for each of us in the house. And this is a way for us to get that experience and be able to play 
in really good quality without having to spend as much money. It's about five bucks a month right now. If you get in at the founders level, which is where we're at. And it's great. Why would you tell people not to play your game? I don't understand. Yeah. Let me play your game. Yeah. And for those of you that that do allow yourself to be up there, good on you because there are games that we normally wouldn't really have messed with that we're looking at going, maybe we should play this game Mm -hmm. because I really wonder what it would look like. On that super high graphics. On the super high graphics. And, you know. So this is not a paid commercial for GeForce now, but if you guys want to give me money or free time on the site, I'll definitely take it and I'll have to add a disclaimer in that this is a paid program thing in the future. But, (laughs) you know, I I just, I really like the service because it's cheaper than getting a new graphics card and new super high end graphics cards come out so quickly that it's, it's actually cheaper to rent space with NVIDIA to do this. And not only that, but, to have that super high-end graphics card, you got to have a power supply that's been built yep. built enough to handle it. You got to have a motherboard and processor that can handle it, and a cooling system, and a cooling system, and so therefore the rig itself is going to have to be already uh-huh. uh, a higher priced one than than the uh-huh. you know. So No Man's Sky, if you're not familiar with it, is a game that came out a couple years ago, and I was one of the only people on Earth who liked it. Yeah, I, I know that for I a fact. All the hate. <laughs> Everybody was hating on this game, and I'm just like, first of all, I don't know. I guess I listened to different interviews than they did because it was exactly the game that I expected it to be when it came out, and I don't want to rehash all that, but I really enjoyed it, and I loved playing it, and I played it until my computer died, and I no longer had a computer that could play it. It is a space opera. You are literally a traveler who is going through space. And you can do whatever you want. There are quest lines, if that's a thing that you want to do. There are various merchants guilds and trading guilds and stuff that you can take quests for. You can collect bounties, which is fun. So much fun. Reminds me of... <sighs> Galaxies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this game reminds me of um, Star Wars Galaxies. For those of you who played that game... Oh, my heart. My heart. My heart. The, one of the best space MMOs of all time. This is taking its place. This is the best space MMO of all time. I, I, I played Eve. No, no, <laughs> no. Eve is the best real time work simulator that has ever been made for a science fiction setting. <laughs> That's what Eve is. I'm sorry. And I get people like it. More power to you. Love you. No hate. No man's sky is that game. And the best thing about it is, as far as it being an MMO, you can restrict it just to people that are on your friends list. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with nudniks. Because we all know those putzes that show up in the game and just decide to be massive bajigaloops and ruin everybody's fun. You know what? You don't, you don't have to deal with them. You don't have to deal with them. It's everything I could ever want. It's a massively online multiplayer game that expands infinitely because it's procedurally generated. So it's constantly putting in its own content, plus the content that they keep adding to it. And it's a lot of fun. And I, I just, I'm so glad to be playing it again. The idea of a game that lets you play in space 
basically doing whatever you want to do. You can build bases, you can terraform planets, kind of. I, I, I expect that to actually be a feature that they roll out in future where we can put terraform generators down to actually change the planets Ooh. and stuff. Because if you look at the way that they're going, they're really trying to put the players as much in charge of the experience of playing as they want to be. And that's the brilliance of this game. I could see them because they've already got the fauna system Mm -hmm. and I could see them enhancing that and adding in like wildlife breeding and whatnot. So you can make your own creatures for your own planet. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Yep. I mean, you can kind of terraform with your, your digging tool. Yeah. And which is a lot of fun and Brian can't figure out how to use it. The TTP score. So for all of you who have been pl- paying attention to this podcast for a while, he's making a reference to an episode of Raven's oh Quest. Um, yeah, no, Raven's Banquet. Something Quest. Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, which is a really funny show on Apple TV Plus, which anybody who has an Apple device currently as of the recording of this apple has made i believe all of their content free to anybody who owns an apple device i guess so definitely watch that show it's really funny and they introduce a digging tool into the game and one of the metrics that they talk about is uh the ttp which is the time to penis yeah how long it takes somebody to use that tool to draw make or craft yeah yeah phallus and i just started laughing because i thought oh my gosh you could do that with a digging tool yeah and so for me i guess on the plus side it took me 60 hours i think i've logged about 60 hours in the game i actually keep track of your total hours yep so it took me 60 hours before i thought about it (laughs) so (laughs) yeah but you're not that person yay but see that's the other thing about this the way this game works is you know because there are millions of potential planets and systems, the odds that you're going to run into another player are low. That's one of the reasons they added the friend system. By putting somebody on your friends list, they will actually spawn in your system. Yep. And so you can start playing together without having to deal with the other ramifications. So I'm sure that somebody out there somewhere has done that. But the odds of you actually running into it are slim, which I enjoy. Yeah. MMOs are better when you don't have to deal with people. You know, like most things. But then again, that's why I have I'm custom built for the current reality where everybody's like, I feel so trapped at home. I'm like, why would you ever go out? Why there are people outside. Do you not understand that? There are people out there. If you go outside, you have to talk to them or at least hear them talk at you and why <laughs> why like i understand for like conventions and parties and friends get togethers and stuff but like just in the wild where you could run into anybody why would you do that why and that's what makes mmos like really frustrating because you have to deal with people Man, grocery shopping would be so much more pleasant if I could just toggle a switch and be like, you're not on my friends list, you don't exist. And <laughs> I get to the store so much faster. Everything would be better if you could do that. Except for, <laughs> and I know people are going to bring up that one episode of uh, Doctor Who, 
where they had the weird social media plan. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it, w- it would be nice to just have the singularity come and have us all be in our own private little Idaho's. And, you know, I can always look California when I'm feeling Minnesota. And if anybody gets that joke, let me know, contact me. And there may be a prize. I don't count. <laughs> Brian doesn't count. <laughs> if, if anybody gets that reference, let me know. And not the My Private Idaho one. That's not the one I'm talking about. It's the one after that. Um, that's an oddly obscure joke. Yep. And I, 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 I need to know if anybody gets it. But yeah, it's it's been a really fun experience. And it's been, it's been very rewarding to be able to play with friends. And that's a feature that I'm glad that they added to it. But I, I just like that we don't have to worry about running into random folk. And... We still get to do whatever we want. And they have settings. Like if you want to run into random folk, you can set your online settings to let that be a thing. Yeah. I just, uh, no. And you you will run into random (laughs) people. You will run into random people. Which, of course, is the point of setting that setting on. Yeah. But, you know, you know me. I like to sit in my cave and just work on my stories and hang out with my imaginary friends because I have so many of them and they're so demanding and none of them want to actually help me. I just want to take up my life. Am I living in a Lovecraftian nightmare? I think I might be living in a Lovecraftian nightmare, but Mike Cthulhu wears a pink dress and a tiara. Yeah. <laughs> and the animals help with the sound effects. Yes, and the animals help with the sound effects. So much sound effects. Gelatinous noises. <laughs> but yeah, it it has been a really rewarding experience, and it's been one that I've 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 just thoroughly enjoyed. Being, I love the idea because it's so rare nowadays for a game developer to trust their players to be able to entertain themselves. Because that's the problem with a yeah. lot of games that we've tried over the years. Well, it's a difference between, you know, like it's almost like you get to play with basic Legos because a lot of games are like the basic Lego set. You've got six, eight blocks. You can make a lot of different shapes with, but you only have so many blocks and you can make lots of shapes, but they still have to be constrained to those Lego blocks. Or you have the sandbox system where it's like, you're not constrained to those blocks. It's very open. You can shape and do whatever you want. Whatever you want. And that's, that's the beauty of a game like this. Because a lot of the MMOs that I've tried and a lot of the other games, just games in general that I've tried lately, have been so on rails where, like, I get it. You're a game designer. Like, I have a couple ideas for games I would like to do. And you want people to play the game that you want to make. I get that. I understand that. But in a, in a thing like this, like, the, the reason Star Wars Galaxies was a better Star Wars game than Knights of the Old Republic is maybe a little bit more than it should have. It trusted that the players were there to do Star Wars. And so it just put in stuff that was Star Wars. And for the most part, let you just entertain yourself. It didn't handhold you. Yeah. Whereas, Gal- you know, um, well, The Old Republic Online, if you don't want to do exactly what it's telling you to do, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Like, that's it. You, you you get on the roller coaster, you follow the rails where the rails take you, and if that's not the ride that you want to be on, 
then sorry, this isn't your amusement park. And especially in sci-fi games, sci-fi games, for me at least, more than any others, really need to have this kind of sandbox element to it. Because if I'm out exploring the galaxy, I want to be able to explore the galaxy. There's a game that nobody has ever heard of. And I know this because I tried to find stuff about it online. And it took me like two hours just to find anybody who had ever seen it. And I did find like, there's literally like one video on YouTube of somebody playing it. It's an old NES game. It was called Star Commander. And that's literally what you did. It, there was no missions. There were no quests. You were given a spaceship and you could warp around the galaxy. That's it. You might get into a section, a place, and there, there'd be people you could trade with or negotiate with or make first contact with. Or maybe you'd run into pirates and you'd have to fight them off. That was it. That was the game. You just went to a, sec- a, a sector in space. It was cheap 8-bit graphics from the first person. You, you basically were looking at the main screen. Like if you were playing Star Trek, it was just what would be on the main sc- view screen in front of you with some of your other like stats for your ship and your weapons and stuff. And you just flew around. That was it. And I played that game more than any other game that I had just because... It let my imagination run free and I would make little stories with myself running around the galaxy playing in this stupid little game. And then there was a, what was it? Star Trek Starfleet Command, where you basically did the same thing. You just kind of flew around from sector to sector and you could do whatever, whatever, right? And it had some strategery to it. So if you wanted to do strategic gameplay, that was there. There was the first contact. There was, you know. Space is big. Space is vast. If you're going to give me a space game, I better be able to explore in it. <laughs> Which is why Wildstar was amazing. And I don't, and then stuff happened. It got sold. Yeah. It got shut down. So I, I guess the moral of the story is simple. We're playing No Man's Sky. It's fun. <laughs> and thanks to GeForce Now, it's playable even if you have a low-end PC. As long as you got the bandwidth. This is not a paid in- endorsement of GeForce Now, though. If they do want to pay us, I am well open to taking the money. Yeah. Yeah, everybody needs money right now. I, I will I will advertise you. The, the last thing I want to say before we get to the end material here is I wish I had a separate camera and was a more into the thing because this is this would be the game that i would be on twitch live streaming if i cared yeah but the thought of everything i would have to go through to try to do that uh, no (laughs) but if there was a game this would be it so for anybody who because i know i've gotten at least two people who have contacted me saying why don't you live stream your gameplay on twitch because everybody would be really bored because I don't often talk when I play games. I just kind of zone out and play games. Their escapism. They'd be like, why did you build your house on the side of a hill? And then later on, they'd be screaming at me for cheating because they'd realize that I'm in the center of all these drop spots. 
<laughs> I'm getting the hate already because I could run around in a circle and go, I got tons of goodies. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, uh, that's it for today. Remember, tomorrow is our 1000th episode. It may be longer than a standard episode, but it's my 1000th, for goodness sake. So I'm going to celebrate. And Brian will be there, at least for part of it. Celebrate. Oh, now we're going to get a copyright strike. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean, so I can use it on the show. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I'm C. Dorset on both, and you can find links to everything that I do at projectshadow.com. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to do a shout out for your social media, but you don't do social media. So if you want to see my husband's restaurants, it's PB Wine Rack on Twitter. <laughs> And really pretty stuff. And our, our friend Atwood is doing the uh, um, social media posts and they've been quite entertaining, but they do good food. They do good food. Um, if you have a dollar that you can spare, you are a very fortunate and wonderful person. And I love you with all of my heart. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the listener support. Anything that you can do, greatly appreciated, but do not worry about it. Thank you to everybody who does that. And if you don't have any money right now, none of us do. It's okay. I understand. But if you know anybody you think would like anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out much more than you could ever possibly imagine. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So until tomorrow and the 1000th episode, can you, um, 1000, I'll let you know my next celebration will be in years from now. I'm not going to celebrate the 2000th episode, but I am going to party like it's 1999. I've already decided that's my my next milestone. Oh, that's brilliant. I am going to party like it's 1999. So we've got like 999 episodes after tomorrow before we get there. So 2000's the cleanup. Yeah, 2000's the cleanup. Throw out the bottles, sweep up all the cigarette butts. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Until next time, I'm Charlie. I'm Brian. Stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye. Bye.